Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this HR Chat, we're going to consider the stresses that money worries can place on our mental and physical health. And we're going to offer tips for HR pros looking for new financial well-being programs. My guest this time is Rebecca Liebman. CEO and co-founder of LearnLux, a provider of workplace financial well-being that blends digital planning with access to one-on-one guidance from certified financial planner professionals. As the CEO over at LearnLux, Rebecca is on a mission to make financial well-being accessible in the workplace. Since the company's launch back in 2015, Rebecca has helped grow the company from a startup to an established company serving clients that span across a variety of industries, Fortune 500 companies and global enterprises. Rebecca, you superstar, welcome to the HR Chat Show today. Thanks so much, Bill. Excited to be here. So beyond my wee introduction there, Rebecca, why don't you start by introducing yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca Liebman. I am one of the co-founders and the CEO of LearnLux. We are a workplace financial well-being company and came to this space in a really fascinating way. I, you know, never thought of myself as, you know, a finance person, but came to realize that most people don't. And that's why I became so passionate about this last great taboo of talking about money. Uh, In 2012, I moved to a rural village in Kenya in Eastern Africa. And I happened to be there when a really interesting financial product was taking off called M-Pesa. It was a mobile payments uh, technology that helped everyone pay with their mobile phone. And that was really groundbreaking for Eastern Africa and now many other places as well. And I became really intrigued by all of the financial technology and financial inclusion that started in Kenya. And when I came back to the States, I got hired to work at a lab at MIT. And my lab at MIT was 10 PhDs. And we were all looking at how to all the macro trends in finance. And what was really interesting is the 10 PhDs in my lab couldn't figure out how to open a retirement account themselves. And I just kept thinking how absurd it is that no one knows who to trust in financial services. The industry is so opaque. People don't know how to even start the conversation. And I personally had never you know, learned how to start the conversation either around money. It's it's incredibly taboo. And so really started LearnLux when I learned that 90% of people would never have access to financial guidance because they didn't meet the asset minimum that's been required in the industry and started LearnLux to democratize access and make sure that anyone could have a plan no matter where they were starting from, no matter their income or asset level. And that's exactly what we do today financial well-being in the workforce for everyone. Okay, thank you very much. Now then, Rebecca, there's no question that money and mental health are closely aligned and linked. And this is especially true in the workplace today, where the blend of home life and career makes leaving our problems behind virtually impossible, if you forgive the pun. At, At a high level, can you maybe share how money worries can impact our personal and our work lives? Yeah, there money and mental health have gone hand in hand. 71% of people with mental health issues actually state financial stress as the biggest 
burden leading to their mental stress. And so they really are going hand in hand. And when you're stressed about money, it is incredibly difficult to think long-term and make other decisions because you're just trying to make things work for the time being. And that, that hurts every other decision that we're making. Financial stress and money have been the number one cause of stress in the workplace. And levels of financial stress have drastically increased over the past year. COVID has magnified for everyone that most people didn't have a plan if something were to happen. It's created lack of sleep, anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, and hopelessness for a lot of employees. A lot of employees, you know, used up their emergency savings at the beginning of COVID and then were left with questioning what to do. And it just starts to create more and more cycles of, of mental stress and financial stress. And it's really hard to break out of that, especially when you need to keep your job. So we're seeing it impact everything from mental, physical, um, and how you're thinking about long-term planning really can either bring confidence to you or get you into a vicious cycle that's hard to even show up to work when you're thinking about how you're going to pay off your bills. Okay, thank you. So you've said a bit of context there. I want to I want to delve a bit more into the the mission of the company. Uh, you, you 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 touched upon it in your uh, very eloquent introduction, but I want to delve into it a bit deeper. And um, it, it's 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 around the fact that you know m- money can be a very taboo subject, as you mentioned, and there is that stigma around talking about it in in the workplace. Um, why are you guys on a mission to change that? Yeah, money is the last great taboo. Over 80% of people have said that they would rather talk about their relationship problems or their health problems over telling someone else how much money they make. And so we think it is a massive mission to change that, start the conversation around money. And I started to mention, you know, finance is incredibly personal. It's very cultural. We might have grown up in a house where you know, money wasn't talked about. And because of that, we were never given the language to use, or we don't know what to look for, or the first question to even ask. And so again, it brings a lot of stress. Really breaking the taboo is very important, more now than ever before. You know, money has been a stress for a long time. But now, so much of your financial life is linked to your work. You know, your salary, your paycheck, your equity, your benefits, your retirement, your insurance, so much of your financial plan is directly tied to your employer. And because of that, it's really important that we understand what we're taking home, what's our cash flow, and how do we optimize every other benefit that we're getting from our company. And it helps the employee understand that there's a huge economic value to all of these additional benefits. And for HR teams, They're spending so much time picking out the right benefits for their employees, and they really want employees to know there is value here. This is why we chose this for you. And so helping people look holistically at their plan, make sure they're utilizing what they have, can help you stay at your employer because you realize that there is economic value in additional benefits way beyond just your paycheck. Okay, so what's what's allowed you guys to to grow so quickly and and in such a strong manner then? What's the... um... What's the what's the situation that's allowed that to happen? What 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 has fundamentally changed in the financial well being space from say five years ago to today? Five years ago, a lot of the products in the space were really driven by the four hundred one k record keepers, the asset managers, and it was something that was really more of a check the box solution. It was primarily just to say, 
yeah, here is how you can think about your finances, but really they just want you to make sure that you have your 401k with the specific company. And that's really shifted. We started LearnLux with the idea that employees and employers would want an independent solution, something that is unbiased, not a bank, not pushing you to put your assets in one place. And that's why at LearnLux, it's all about having a fiduciary experience. That means we only employ certified financial planners because they have an ethical obligation to work in your best interest. They're not just putting your money in a place because they think it should be there. It's what is your life and how do we make this decision that is best for you? And really financial well-being these days is much more than 401ks. For a lot of people, they might be contributing to their 401k, but now people have medical debt and credit card debt and student debt and they want to help their families. They want to support their kids in college. They want to support their parents. People have a lot of competing goals. And just focusing on a 401k is really not financial well-being anymore. Financial well-being is really all about your holistic life and making sure that you have something to make a plan with for every part of your financial life. That includes retirement, of course, but it's not limited to that. So it's holistic and it's unbiased in the sense that it comes from a third party that doesn't have interests elsewhere. And a lot of people are just coming around to understand that there's a new wave of companies out there to help employees with their best interests in mind and give them personalized recommendations to truly help them reach their goals. Okay, great. So there are new understandings around financial well-being, and it's more than the four hundred one k's as you mentioned there. Um, what, what what's something in particular that you'd like to highlight that that many people perhaps misunderstand about workplace financial well-being? Something that many people misunderstand about workplace financial well-being is that it is truly for everyone, no matter how much money you make. Historically, a lot of workplace products were for high net worth employees. They were an executive benefit. And that is really shifting. Employers really want a program that can help every employee, whether you're an hourly worker or you're in management or you're an executive, no matter where you are in the company or how much money you make, financial well-being is something that really serves everyone. And we see across the board, there are stress levels at all income levels. And so it's really important to be helping everyone and not just a part of your workforce. Okay, great. That's, that's great advice. Thank you very much. And, and, and what advice would you give to an HR professional who's, uh, who's starting that search for a new financial wellbeing program? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's um, where does one start type advice or just something key to remember when they're going through that process. I'll, I'll leave that to you. When looking for a new financial wellbeing program, I think one of the biggest things that is important right now is learning how the program makes money. And I touched upon this just before, but you really don't want a program that is making money in a, in a sketchy way. A lot of programs might seem free, but that's because on the back end, they're actually giving your employees a loan at a really absurd interest rate that is potentially even predatory for them. And so really what you want to know is, how does your financial well-being program make money? And is it in a way that aligns with your values and aligns with your employees' values? And that's a really big shift we're seeing in the industry. Companies want something that, again, is unbiased and not just pushing assets in, into one fund or one direction. 
And so it's learning that your program likely is 100% employer sponsored and acts in the best interest of, of your employees and is not just pushing them to a loan or an investment product or an insurance product that's making money on the back end. That's really important. The second is making sure that you find a program that will work with you and be a true partner. Financial well-being is so personal and the the personality of your company really will shine through in the program you choose. And so a lot of people want to customize and personalize their programs. So making sure that you have, you know, a customer success team working with you through implementation and launch and ongoing to continue engagement and make sure that this is really resonating with your specific workforce. At LearnLux, we're in a range of industries. And what's really important there is if you're in retail or construction or manufacturing, you might approach this differently than if you're in banking or tech or consulting. And the way that you onboard employees might be very different. And so you want a program that can speak to how they'll work with your specific workforce and how they'll onboard employees and make sure that there's consistent engagement throughout. So to sum up quickly, I would say, how does the program make money? And how will you work with us throughout the program to make sure people are continuously engaged? Excellent. And, and when, by the way, you say things like what we're seeing in the industry, you guys back this up, okay? Because uh, you, you spend time and uh, resources in, in, in doing lots of different reports and sharing those on your site and elsewhere. And in fact, LearnLux recently published its employee financial well-being report here in review. And uh, it draws from thousands of aggregated data points from from October 2020 to October 2021 via the LearnLux financial well-being platform. Maybe you can take a minute or two now and and tell listeners about the reports and uh, perhaps point as any interesting or surprising findings within. We're really excited about the employee financial well-being report year in review. It has really interesting stats across the board around what people are stressed about, what people are working on, especially a year into COVID, how are finances changing? How are people's feelings about finances changing? What we've seen is that across all employee demographics, nearly 92% of workers report at least some degree of financial stress, 92%. Almost every single person, no no matter how much money they make or what industry they're in, they are stressed about money. And for employers with diverse and dispersed workforces, which is many, many companies now with hybrid workforces and many offices, this statistic is incredibly important. The report shows that employees at all income levels experience financial stress, which is a myth that a lot of people think that if you make a certain amount of money, you won't be stressed. And in the data, we've seen that's just not true. Any amount of money you make, there's still stress in your life. That means that an hourly worker, a middle manager, a high-level exec would all benefit from a trusted financial well-being program. And so that's a really interesting idea that we are definitely looking at at LearnLux. According to the report, the top causes of financial stress from employees are unexpected expenses, sticking to a budget and investing. And employees might have a strong handle on their personal finances, but Unexpected expenses can cause them to lose sleep at night. Think of a surprise $1,000 car repair or your water heater going out for a first-time homeowner. Sticking to a budget can be really hard and unexpected and variable expenses can throw a lot of things out of whack. 
And so with the economy being constantly shifting right now and a lot of changes happening, um, that's an area where we've seen a lot of stress. I mentioned because of COVID, a lot of employees, you know, around 25% of employees had to take a hardship withdrawal against their 401k. That means that they didn't have enough in emergency savings if something were to happen. And so they might have been, you know, getting ready for retirement, but they had to take that hardship withdrawal, get the tax penalties, and now they're using that as their emergency savings. And so just making sure that people are really understanding the basics and not just assuming that everything is right for them. Finance is so personal. So not everything is right for everyone. Everyone should have a personalized plan. And one of the last things is around certified financial planner professionals. Almost everyone was excited to be able to work with a certified financial planner who they know would act in their best interest if they had access to that. And for most people, they never thought they would have access to trusted guidance, someone they could talk to. And so finding out that someone has access to that also is a really big uh, key learning that people do want help and people will take help if it's given to them. We are coming towards the end of this interview already, Rebecca. A couple more questions for you, though, before we do wrap up. Um, any other interesting data or trends that you that you have from running a financial well-being company that you think that HR pros and benefit pros might want to hear about in this interview? Let, let's not leave any stone unturned before we do wrap up. Really interesting things that I'm learning around financial wellness are that more people than you know really don't know the first question to ask. Most people have competing goals. They want to pay off their student debt. They want to pay off their credit card debt. They also want to save for retirement and support their families and make all of these financial decisions. They want to use the benefits you're picking for them. You know, they want to understand equity, but it's so much and there's so much going on day to day, especially right now. And so it's really all about creating access and creating equity and making sure that people have the most accessible and equitable program that they feel comfortable working with. That's very important. If someone feels like this isn't for them, that stops the conversation. And really what you want to do is invite people to talk about money for the first time. It is very intimidating. You mentioned your own financial life. Think about not making all the right steps. You don't want to be shamed for things that you did in the past that, you know, maybe you didn't know were the wrong decision then. You really want to think about now, move forward and make a plan for where you are and where you're going. And that's really what we value at LearnLux. We're congratulating you that you're starting the conversation and let's move forward and make the right plan from here and make this a really inviting, accessible experience. Awesome. And if folk want to connect with you or learn more about LearnLux, Rebecca, to, to continue this financial well-being journey, how can they do that? So maybe you can start with the connecting with you bit, whether that's your email address or your LinkedIn or whatever else you want to share there, and then perhaps tell them how they can learn more about the cool things happening over at LearnLux. Absolutely. So I am Rebecca Liebman on LinkedIn. You can definitely connect, share a note that you heard this. And all of our social channels are at LearnLux, Learn L-U-X. You can download the Employee Financial Wellbeing Report at LearnLux.com. We have many reports. We have a report on the mental stress of money, something that we talked about today as well, and employee case studies on how they're creating engagement, especially in diverse workforces. 
And so any at LearnLux channel can share some of these reports with you and LearnLux.com. Those are the best places. Awesome. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Rebecca, thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thanks so much. Great to be here. And listeners, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 